You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. This is the Nikki and Bree Show. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome back to the Nikki and Bree Show. Salute. Salute. We're actually in a new spot today. Yep. We have celebration. Big celebrations. A lot of actually celebration. There is. Because this is the first time we are podcasting from our speakeasy that we're waiting for. Tasting license. So you will be able to taste here. Um, we just can't do it yet. But we're going to have some fun events in the future. So just... If you follow us on our social media, is at Nikki Garcia at Bree at the Nikki and Bree Show. You'll see all of it. But if you're watching us right now on social media, you get to see the background. Yeah, a little bit. Um, we'll do tours and all that on our YouTube channel later on in 
I don't know, probably in the next month or two. Yeah. Well, we thought it'd be really fun to podcast out of here and so it's special and we're doing yeah, we're actually, there's a room that we're actually starting to construct and make it where it will be the new home of the Nikki and Bree show. Yeah. So we're super excited. It's not quite done. So we are right now in the private tasting room with the VIP where the wine club members hang out. Yeah. It's the big private parties. <laughs> so super excited when all that can happen. But yeah. Pumped open some Sauvignon Blanc. Yes, which will be on our wine club shipment here in a couple weeks. So if you're a Bonita Bonita wine club member, you're going to be enjoying our Sauvignon Blanc that we're enjoying right now. And now, Brie, let's talk about the guests that we have coming on later today. So you got to make sure to stick around. Um, we have Ida Rodriguez, which you all know, incredible comedian, lover, Latina. That's right. She had a really great HBO Max special, Fighting Words. And she also has a book out now, Legitimate Kid. And I have to tell you, um, her story reminds me a lot of Nicole in our memoir. You write because you want people to kind of hear what your journey, how your journey was to get to, you know, what you're doing now. And she had a very rough upbringing. I mean, literally by seven years old, she was kidnapped twice. She went through a lot of heartache, not only with family members, but her story just is incredible. And how she found comedy yeah. through all the pain. But a beautiful story. So I can't wait for you guys all to hear from her and her new book. I just think if you're out there in this holiday season, you need a story to kind of just help give you inspiration. Her story is definitely one. So yes. and good book. Can't wait for her to get on. It'll be very exciting. Um, Brie, I feel like we have not talked about Dancing with the Stars in a long time. I know, because we were dancing it up in Lake Como. Shoot, we were. Um, So, okay, you've been tuning in every week. Who do you, because we did this last season, we haven't done it yet this season. Who are your final four? Who do you think is making it to the finals? Um, Do you want me to give you mine first? No, well, I'll give you mine. Jason Mraz, for sure. Um, I definitely think Charity. I feel um, Ariana, mm-hmm. and I also feel Sochi, too. Those are my top four. So that's exactly mine. Yeah. My exact four, Sochi, Jason, Ariana, and, of course, Charity. And I'm not even seeing Charity just because it's Artem's partner. But to me, they've actually been the most consistent so far this season. Right. When... Like I think of Len, right? When you look at technique and the dance that's been given, the style of dance that's been given to them that week and Artem's choreography and the storytelling, they have nailed what's like what you're supposed to have. Like I was shocked with Jason doing ballroom last week. You realize like what he's really good at. Sochi's really great. And Ariana's killing it. She's doing so great. Yeah, you can tell she's a great dancer and she's been doing it for a while. I always like it's when I watch the celebrities out there, when I see their footwork, you just know who's either been a trained dancer or cheerleader yeah. or ice skater or something because they're able to move their feet quick but elegantly. Yeah. And I can tell that with um, Ariana. Totally. Which has been, I will say, like, I loved last season. This season, I feel like, you know, it's, I haven't been so connected to it as I usually am. And I don't know why. I think I miss True. I and know. I miss this trope dancers dancing. I feel like there's something missing this season. It's yeah. been great to have Julianne Huff back, but I really want them to bring back troop and I really want them to bring back the commercial break pro dancers doing a dance. Yeah, I just think that was so special and it added a little um to it the did. show. And I need um 
Yeah. Well, no, it's true. It's it made it like so unique. I agree with you. I I've definitely felt that's been a little missing. I really though, and you know me, I've enjoyed this season, but I think I'm just connected to so many of the pros that I love seeing the pros and then of course their partners, but I like to see what like all the pros are. Like I love watching Gleb and be like, okay, what's Gleb doing? Or Emma and Sasha and Val and Jenna and all of them. Even Peta. I love watching. I think Peta's doing so amazing with Barry. And I mean, I hate saying for his age, but for his age, he's doing so great. But also Sasha and Allison. Yeah, Sasha and Allison have really surprised me this season. Yeah. They're, I think, one of the most entertaining couples to watch. I've really enjoyed watching every single one of their dances. Yeah, they're really fun. I mean, the one thing, and I'm just going to put this out there to Disney Plus. Like, okay, so if I have ABC, I can watch Dancing with Stars at 8 p.m., right? And I'm on the West Coast. So if I'm paying for Disney Plus, one, like all the other seasons, I should be able to watch it at 5 p.m. with the East Coast. I agree. And... Like someone goes, well, now there's commercials. That's why they can't do that. But I go, then what's the perk of paying for Disney Plus? It makes me want to cancel it and just watch ABC. Um, but also I got a notice like they're, it's going up monthly. There's script. Well, I don't mind that, but I'm not, like, but I mean like, then give me no commercials that you're going to be well, upping my no commercials, but let us watch at 5 p.m. with the East Coasters. It's been hard on me because I used to be such a perfect time with my kids to watch. See, for me too. And now 8 p.m. is just, it feels like it's a pretty much about, I can't watch the whole. So that is the only thing this season. I haven't watched a full show yet. Like I, by the time I get to watch it, I just skim through. So I haven't watched one package yet, except for Charity and Artem's. But I think I even missed some of theirs. Because, like, I only want to spend an hour instead of two hours because of the time, like, eight to nine. I mean, you know, uh, we're already asleep. Well, and I think that's with me. I wait to watch Wednesdays. But because I go on social media, I I almost know what people's dances look like. So I think that's where my excitement isn't there, where last season everything was brand new. So you watched everyone with them out the first time. Yes, that's for me, too. So that was the first time ever we all got to watch a live show, West Coasters, right? Unless you have the NFL package, but you got to watch a show live. And it's more exciting. It's more exciting because you're interacting with the rest of the world, Mm -hmm. you know? Come on, Disney. Let's play. You know, let's work on that. Besides Dance with Stars and like... (laughs) <laughs> it's the my life. I know. I feel like we sound like those really hardcore football fans. are like, the coach should have did it this way. And I mean, better than the coach. No. You know, I'm but just say, I mean, people talk about it on Twitter. So why not? Yeah. We can talk about it. Doesn't, the, to me, the show is still spectacular. Um, I'm getting yeah. incredible ratings. They are killing it. I love it every year. And I think costume and hair and makeup are killing it. Killing it this season. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Even the hair and makeup, it's so beautiful this season. But um, yeah, I can't wait for my husband to come home. But uh, has that been hard? It's You know what? It's always around this time where it's really hard. But Mateo's getting older and like holidays have a lot more meaning. Like this is the first time so far that he's really been into Halloween and like asking me about trick-or-treating and going to the pumpkin patch and costumes and just really understands it all. And so it's been sad. And Artem's even been sad to miss all that. But then I'm trying to go to all the events in school and do all the things and work. And I'm doing it all alone. And I'll admit, it does get overwhelming. And I just feel this week is where, like, being exhausted has hit me the most. But, you know, 
as parents, we just power through it. It's great because I want Toe to experience the harvest parade and I want him yeah. to go to this festival and, you know, do pumpkins with you. And I, like, I want him to do all the things and I want him, you know, we stay on top of school and all that. So sometimes all the things doesn't mean it's, it's good. Well, you know me, I'm like doing, like, I don't go overboard, but meaning like, do I, uh, did I have time to do my hair today? I was, I may have had a little time, but I was too tired to do my hair. Yeah. You know, we run that out. So Brian came home for a couple of days this week and he and I looked in the mirror actually this morning and we were like, dang. And I'm like, Brian, my under cheeks to my chin is sagging so much. And I know it's because of my lack of sleep and just, you know, I feel really exhausted. And he's like, I looked in the mirror and thought the same thing about myself. He's like, I feel like my face is starting to sag. I look super old. He's told me this this morning. He goes, this morning is like the first time I looked in the mirror and was like, whoa, you look kind of like an old man. And I'm like, no, you don't. No, granted, he came home with a black eye yeah. and his chest all beaten up. But he and I just looked and I just honestly, like when we looked in the mirror, I just looked at myself and I'm like, this is sleep, right? This isn't going into my 40s, right? Like, I know. No, right? I feel you. This is bad sleep. I have felt the same, but I do feel like if Artem was there to tag team, because, okay, also for everyone, and you've been there, done that, and you're dealing yeah. with it now, but three is our journey. Like, overall, Mateo, I couldn't have asked for a better kid, and I think God knew maybe, like, okay, our parents are entertainers, mom and dad will be in and out, like, he or I'm going to be doing a lot on my own, like, Overall, Mateo is so amazing. Does he have those three-year-old, three-nager tendencies? 100%. I always make him help me take the trash out. He decided to start sprinting down the middle of the street as fast as he could. And as we all know, our boys are already fast, but that made me realize how I'm very fast, but not compared to him. I don't care what anyone says. I carry a leash and my screaming. Yeah. And so I think it's like I'm dealing with those moments as well as with all the fun activities. And I am trying to be as present as possible because you and I both work from home. So I'm trying to be more mindful about returning emails or doing social media in front of Mateo and and playing. But I'll admit, and I don't know it's because I'm going to be 40. I'm so, when I put him down at 7 p.m., I am so effing tired. I've washed my face Sometimes I don't even do all like five rounds of different face things I do. I might only hit like three little serums. I crash in that bed. Like I am so done and my body's throbbing. But I'm like, is this being a 40-year-old parent? Is this being like- For sure. I get why 20-year-olds, why you have kids in your 20s. I'm just so tired all the time. But I don't want to do energy drinks. Like yesterday I had half a Celsius, but then I was literally laying in bed from 8 to 11 with my eyes wide open, but my body was so tired. And I'm just like, fuck, like, it, it's just so a long-winded answer to you. I'm very much missing Artem. I just can't wait for him to get home and parent together. And, you know, like, I can't wait. And you get to when Brian gets home at times, but I am, like, craving to sleep in my own bed. I haven't slept in since August. So, like, and I don't know what's going on, Brie, but the past two weeks, you know, since you and I have gotten home from Italy, Matteo wakes me up every day. It's either 520 on the dot or 540 on the dot. Maybe twice was 6 a.m. And then for a while before I left for Italy, he was sleeping till 630. But why don't you just have him play? Like, my kids now, like, if mommy's still sleeping, go play in your room. And I have a monitor. 
I guess my kids walk in my room. Yeah, my tail's there in the hole. We'll go, mommy, 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 mommy. And I'm I'm there in a heartbeat. I mean, Buddy legit knows. He'll walk in the room, see me sleeping, and he'll go, 10 more minutes or 30 more minutes? And I'm always like, 30. <laughs> and then I'll make breakfast. Yeah, no, but, but he also, he, since I've been back from Italy, um, he's only slept through the night one night, but he's been coming into my room every night at 2 a.m. Yeah. Matteo's been half and half sleeping with me. And he just sleeps with me. And then if I'm not cuddling him, he'll go, cuddle me. Cuddle me. And I'm like, you should be asleep. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way he's sleeping. I tell Matteo, I go, Matteo, the sun is still sleeping, which means you have to sleep. And he's like, no, can I watch TV? And I'm like, no. But did you see the reel that I sent you? No. The mom, when she finally takes her bath at night, her son's already asleep. She goes in. She had to film it because he does it every time. He hears the bathwater um, running. He grabs his pillow and blanket. He walks in. He lays it. Doesn't say a word. Walks in, puts it right by her bath, and then falls asleep. And he's out. And then she just she shows a little shoes. Does it every time he does. Interesting. I wonder. It's the noise. No, it's the boys. They yeah. just want to be with their mom. Oh. I was like, oh, wait, she's still awake? Yeah. Well, That's I was going to assume. Every time I take a shower, and he doesn't do this all the time, but he does it a lot, I'll hear his feet. I'm in the shower. I'm like, buddy's coming. And I'll see his head, like, peek, you know, like, looking through the door. Yeah. And his big smile. And I'm like, go to your room. And I'll hear run back. Oh. I know. It's why well, they love their mamas. It's for sure. And not all boys, obviously, but I feel like a lot. Oh, I, they're exhausting. Well, and I at least mean, my kid is my kid is well, you my boy is exhausted. I get with buddies a little different, even though don't get me wrong, Tao's very active and busy. Yeah, that's why I'm I, I'm exhausted all the time. Our boys are very busy, but, but oh, go ahead. Well, I want you know to say because I sent you a video, but like Buddy starts to bring all my couch pillows into my office, and I'm like, oh, what is he doing? Like, he, like, made this, like, really great padding. Like, he put down the big ones and then a couple little ones. Literally climbs on my office desk. And he also climbed my um, console. And literally does, I mean, you would think, like, a crossbody off a top rope. And I will say, like, at first I was like, wow, that was a really great form. Yeah. But that's how he is. His brain is constantly thinking of destruction yeah and how high can i go and i literally like will video it just to show my husband because i'm like this is your mini me it's just he has it in him to it always his brain works like how can i be physical how can i be physical let's see love language mateo reminds me so much of burning emily actually got a seat the other day before you came over and we made our cocktails by the way everyone we are bringing bonita bonita cocktails brie and i are turning to mixologists to our youtube channel so if you want some fun ideas we're starting with the fall then we'll go into holiday films well i guess it is holiday yes but we give you great ideas that we credit other people for, of course, but we make them, uh-huh. we taste them, and we let you know how they are. Yeah. So definitely check that out on our YouTube channel. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe, bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion 
Home and beauty inspired by real life. Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear. Or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Like, you know, in his own world, singing, talking, doing it. And Emma is sitting there like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, it, it reminds me so much of everyone. She would just sit there. I'm seeing a lot though, since he went to work with Artem at dancing, I'm seeing he does a lot of dancing stuff. Like he, yeah, he doesn't even realize it, and and he loves music. Okay, so you know how he loves Zach Bryan, and so you guys, I have to tell you this story because I had to have Bree see it in the car. But Mateo, I I've talked to Bree, so Bree and I both finally saw Magic Mike the movie, um, the last oh, movie, the mm-hmm. one with Selma Hayek, yeah, the last one, yeah. We are both obsessed. We watched it on the flight home from Italy. It was so good. It was not what I thought. That's why I have waited so long to watch it, and. Channing Tatum and Selma Hayek's chemistry was incredible. And it was like, there was just so many feels. Channing Tatum listed so amazing. I want to know how uncomfortable she was during the first dancing 
I wouldn't have been uncomfortable. I've been like, yeah, that's great. So what's the direction? Sure. Sounds good to me. I mean, no, you're right. I would have like getting when she had to do her thing. But, the but Selma Hayek Desperado. Hello. I think she's fine. Yeah. It's in her. Brie and I were talking about it. I'm like, maybe I talked about it for Mateo. And then I was telling Artem about it because Gleb and Artem, Brie and I finally saw the dance where they got the moves from. Um, if you came to our live show in Phoenix that they did. So I was telling Artem on the phone, like, wait, what's it that Channing Tatum says when he grabs that the men don't do? Um, permission. Permission. Like, yeah. Submission. No, permission. Like, permission. every time you do it, you're asking for permission to be. Remember? He kept saying permission, I thought. But I told Artem, I go, you and Gleb. Well, I didn't have Gleb. I had Artem dance for me. But I was like, you didn't give me the feels like where you grab my face asking for the permission. Like, can I do? Because that's what I remember chanting, teaching the guys. You, When you do something, you touch her and you look at her in my eyes asking for permission. Like, he did. I thought it was permission. I don't know. I need to go back. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'll go watch again. I don't know. That's great. Dang, you gave Artem an F on his magic mic. No, but I said, you have to redo it now for my birthday. <laughs> and I want you to look me deep in my eyes and ask permission every move you do. Oh, my God. And he was like, oh, my goodness. So my point being, so now Mateo, when he wants to hear Zach Bryant, which now he's saying Zach Bryant, but he started saying, play magic mic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Play magic mic. And I go, Brie, I swear, unless I'm hearing him wrong, it's yeah, Mike. So Brie and I and Mateo went on a Michael's run, Brie's favorite spot in Birdies. And we got some DIY of Bonita Bonita's coming to the channel too. Brie's going to be doing wine bottle ghosts for y'all. And did he not say play Magic Mike? Yeah. Play Magic Mike. So I've been trying to teach him it's Zach Bryant, not Magic Mike. So today in the car, he goes, Play Magic Mike, Zach Bryan. And I'm like, oh, damn. So, Zach, you're Magic Mike. But, so, you know how he's attached to those songs? You know what else he wants to hear all the time? What? Barmageddon theme song. But is it because maybe you play it all the time? No, it comes on, and he literally will tell me, I don't like. So, he was kind of liking fight song, and I had fun things to it. Doesn't. Oh, you know what else is his favorite, favorite? What? You're going to love this. Oceans. Oh, yeah. He goes, like, he gets so excited. I played Taylor Swift for him because I thought he could sing with his cousins. Told me I don't like. Sorry, Taylor. Um, I played some like more hip hop stuff. I don't like. He only he loves country and like folk. You'll do Imagine Dragons. Um, I did Imagine Dragons. Um, the one because you kept talking about your kids because I was trying to do stuff like oh we could sing with Birdie and Buddy. So when you tell like I don't like, what's his thing? Which his speech teacher are trying to tell him. Can you change it? Or I do not like this song because he's so like, I don't like like that though. Yeah, it's cute. He knows what he wants. He does. Hey, I love it. You know? So, Magic Might. Where you doing? Fuck yeah. Mike. Is that what Artem's going to be for Halloween? Well, in our room, he better be. <laughs> well, you're not even going to say. No, we're astronauts. Where are you guys? We're, well... I mean, Ryan and I had a big conversation on this. Ryan's not saying I'm not. I'm going to be. He's not going to be a ghost, a black cat. I mean, we're going to see. He and I just didn't really want to. One, it's not even spending money, but you know, but it's the waste. Like we just kind of felt like you get this costume for this night, and then like you have to store it. You take the sheet off your bed and throw it over its head. I do, but I have to make cut out holes. No, I could point. You know? Yeah. Well, why don't you go to the thrift store and grab dirty sheets? I don't know. Now. Yeah, kidding. <laughs> but um, 
But you know, the kids, they have their outfits and I feel like it's so much about the kids anyway. I mean, it's fun for adults too. I used to love doing it. Yeah. I just, this year I'm not, I'm not really into But you're it. a black cat. Yeah. I'm going to be a black cat. And Mateo and I are astronauts. Like I, I think every, every year I'll be a black cat now because it's easy to store away and boom. Okay. Well, that's great. I will be something different every year. And this year I'm astronaut because Mateo right now is obsessed with rockets in space and he just, he watches NASA on YouTube. He's he's just obsessed. And he's obsessed with the construction of a rocket and that it has a countdown blast off into space and that it breaks down in three different pieces for the satellite to get up there or whatever they're doing if they're on a mission. So the first day when his outfit came in, mine didn't come in yet. His did and I put it on him and then he got really upset because he thought he was going to space alone and it was like a whole breakdown and I was like, no, 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 you're not really going to space because you have the outfit on. But then Bree and I, we had a fun party. Oh, Ryan, who's with Bonita Bonita, it was his birthday party slash Halloween party. So I had to put on my astronaut outfit first to show him and then he was happy to put it on now I'm like, okay, mommy and Taylor are going to space together. But the one thing where you'll be proud of me, Brie, where I'm kind of frugal is we have three events to dress up at, and I'm going to be an astronaut for all of us. Great. You should. I'm not going to change it up for us. You're astronaut Halloween at 2023. So it's okay. Exactly. You be it at every one. Right. Now, did I order a little bit more accessories? Like what? For an astronaut. Well, I ended up getting really cute astronaut boots. See. No, but I like literally was too far. No, but like they're cheapies. No one's even going to see your And then I got sick ass astronaut glasses while they were promoting. I didn't have a helmet. Well, you know, we got to make little changes throughout. And I got Taylor's own little helmet. He's going to hate that. But we'll see. We will see. But I will say one thing I did like that Nikki sent to me that I thought was really great is on Instagram, parents were showing, and I think it was on the uh, Today Show, they were showing this thing called Switch witch or witch switch? Witch switch, I think. And it's where you have your kids. They can pick about a couple candies and then they leave their candy baskets. For themselves. They pick up. Yeah, for themselves. Then they put their candy basket. The rest of it. Trick or treat bag. It kind of just didn't make sense. Okay. They put their trick or treat bag filled with all that candy, awful candy, on their front door mat. And when they wake up in the morning... The witch took their candy and left them a toy. So a bad thing for a bad thing. But I'm doing that with my kids this year. I, I told them about it. I was like, hey, so I hear this witch come. If you leave your trick-or-treat bag outside the front door, she takes your candy and will leave you a toy. And they were so excited. Yeah, it's the coolest thing. I'm not big on candy, I'll admit. My kids don't eat candy. I don't know. We like baked goods in our house, but candy. We do not do candy. I mean, there's so much stuff out there. I'm just like, you know what? So I told them, you can pick a couple pieces. I'll decide which, you know, on my head, I'll be like, go for you know, like the Hershey bar or something like that, right? And then now I have to like think of like toys to get them. Just not be there. Well, and I, that realized saying you, I loved it because they like to see the little girl so excited, like. You could tell at first she's putting her trick-or-treat um, bag on the doorstep, like, oh, no. And then when she opens it in the morning and sees Elsa, the doll, like, laying there. She freaked out. Freaked out. And I'm like, that's why me, I was like, oh, my sister will be obsessed with this. But then I me, agree. too. Like, for my house, I got, um, I did whole food candy. But other than that, I like. I do, like, wooden toothbrushes. Actually, to be honest, I should dress up as a witch every year because I'd be perfect. Like, no, I think I should set up witch. as the Grinch. 
And bring two stole Halloween. And put out wooden <laughs> toothbrushes. That would be such... I'm going to do that. I'm going to put out wooden toothbrushes. So I should actually show you this. You know how we're, we mainly watch stuff on YouTube, Mateo and I. I came across this video. And it actually made me feel bad for a tooth and wanted to make me brush my teeth even more. But it shows like when you don't brush your teeth well on the tooth and then the little green gremlin that's like starting to build a company. And the tooth is like, brush me, brush me, oh, please just brush me. And like the gremlin's like, ha, ha, ha. And then it shows them finally when the brush comes to save the day, but he has to do it more and more because even if he'd have brushes, he's still going to attack the tooth. But Mateo was just like, oh. and I was like, see, Mateo, that's why we always have to brush our teeth. I say before people think I'm a boring mom and you're crazy, we should probably take a quick break and then bring on. Oh, we have a special guest. Yes, anyway. we do. And we have so much to chat with her about. Before we do that, let's take a quick break, fill up your wine, and when we come back, we have Ida Rodriguez. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes, or a maple donut in, in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Awesome. Hi, Ida. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you ladies doing? I'm really good. good. Just out here in Napa Valley, enjoying wine country. Mm-hmm. I love it there. Oh, isn't yeah. it amazing? It feels like you actually get away. A friend is a sommelier and I went there and I did a tour, but I, did, I had a comedy in San Francisco and I didn't want to go back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Well, it was like earlier, Bree and I, before we had to pick up our kids from school, we were crushing. So that's like after you harvest the grapes, you put them in these barrels and they go through and you have breaks and you're doing all this stuff. Um, they kind of get processed. And I'm just like looking around, like, I love this. And I show up to my son's school and I have like grape juice all over me, but I'm like, this is like living life for me. It's like just heavenly, pure heaven quality of life. I remember there was this movie that um, I think it was called In the Clouds that Keanu Reeves did. And it was he was in love with a woman whose family, 
um, owned a an orchard and it was one of the corniest lines ever because he was in love with the girl. He was like, she's fair <laughs> to me, but it was, <laughs> it was really corny, but you saw the process of this family making the wine. It was just beautiful. Oh, so. I love that. I need to write that down because I remember seeing that movie, but never watched it. So I'm like, I want to make sure I watch that. In yeah, the clubs. we need to do that. Okay. Yes. So Brie and I want to dive into this. You, we were doing all this research and oh my gosh, you have such an incredible story. It's like, I was telling Brie, I'm like, Brie, I don't even know where to start. There's just so many amazing things. So many things you've conquered, so many things you've succeeded in. So I was like, you know, I just want to start with your book because your book just came out, Legitimate Kid. Um, What made you want to write it? You know, I've been wanting to write a book for um, quite some time. And I, I remember I set on this mission, to, set out on this mission to write the book. I was meeting with agents and I was just, I kept like hitting the wall saying, oh, I want to write this book. It's the natural progression of the comedian. Like I wanted to tell my story. I wanted to do my memoir and nothing happened. Like I kept meeting with agents and, you know, I would just keep hitting a wall. People would be like, hey, you need to write a a, a book proposal. And and then every time I would turn in a proposal, it would come back with endless notes. And I was like, I'm never going to do this. And then I just relaxed. And I was like, you know what? Let me stop. Let me stop pushing so hard. Like, like what's for me is for me. And it, it'll happen when it's supposed to. And then a couple of years ago, two uh, published editors from major publishing houses DM'd me and were like, hey, we would love to talk to you about doing a book. Wow. And it was the easiest process. But I've always wanted to tell my story. I come from poverty. I come from a um, Latino family that was, you know, my grandmother came here in the 50s from Puerto Rico in search of a better life. And I grew up poor with working class people that, you know, don't be that that are not normally elevated in society. And I wanted to just highlight them because they, you know, at, at 2020, when we had COVID, people were like the essential workers, but the essential workers have been people in a lot of our families for a long time. They've always been essential. They've always kept the world going. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to always, always just let them know that I saw them and that they were special and golden. Oh my gosh. It's me full body chills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love, I love that. I, you know, it had to be incredible when you finally got the book and you got to hold it and just be like, wow, like, here's my life story. What was that feeling like? It's funny because that box sat in my house for a few days. I was I, I couldn't open it. I, I talked to my therapist. I had to do an, an exercise with my therapist and my daughter before I actually opened it. There's so much pain in the book. And when I finally uh, opened it, you know, I was still a little numb. I was like, oh, the book is here. It wasn't until last Friday when I was on an airplane going to D.C. to do to work that I, uh, I cried all the, I just had this moment and it finally just hit me that I wrote it. I told the story and, um, all of the people who, in my life who had passed away get to live in this book. They stay alive mm. in these stories. And I just got so emotional and I cried. I feel very proud and I'm very thankful that I'm able to do that. Cause my grandmother was illiterate and yeah. you know, wow. write a book. It's just, a great accomplishment for not just for me, but for her. That's oh. truly incredible. Now you, you say you have a therapist. So when you were writing this book and having to relive all these painful moments, 
after every time you'd write about a story, did you have to talk to your therapist or how did you deal with that pain all over again? <laughs> well, the therapist is a weekly visit. So yeah. yeah, she gets the download of all of the things. It was heavy. Uh, my mom was living with me at the time. And, you know, like my, my, this version of my mom and who she is now is, is not the version of the mom of my childhood, you know, that had been involved with so many things that caused me pain. And so it was really conflicting. I would have days where I just didn't want to talk to her. Like I would, I made Mm -hmm. sure she was good. She had everything she needed, but I just was angry. You know, I was reliving some of the stuff and I realized how much I never really honored little me and gave her, you know, the grace and the compassion that she needed because she was raised to always take care of other people. I'm the eldest daughter. So I was always translating and going to the doctor and going to do things for people. And I went on needs help and you got to go help grandma. So I, you know, I, I never really realized how much I had been through and done as a kid. And so it was tough. It was tough to sit through some days and, you know, cry and, and get angry and, and just learn to realize we don't ever think about all the stuff we've gone through because we're just so busy trying to get through all the time. Right. Yeah. It's so true. It's like, even when Brie and I wrote a book, I remember having, cause I'm always seeing my therapist too, my life coach. And it was like, I don't know what it was about writing a book, but that was like the hardest time, like harder than therapy. It was so emotional and draining. And I think that you're right. Cause it's like, you're just in the moment of the book and not with like all the busy life around you that it's like the first time you kind of come face to face with the, your stories of the past. And it was like, so hard. I just remember being like two and a half years of like, is it dead yeah, yet? Right. <laughs> And I feel like too, it's, um, you want to be completely honest and factual about your story, but you know, that loved ones will have their feelings hurt, but what loved ones did to you in the past is what made us all strong women. And yeah. so, um, I, I feel that when you're, you're talking about your mom, cause there was stuff with our dad and I wanted to protect him, but at the same time, I wanted to tell my full story. So that takes a lot of courage. So, you know, that's amazing that you're doing that because you're going to help out so many people who, you know, either feel like they have no one to talk to or can't go to a therapist, but they'll be able to read your book and really feel like they're not alone. So, yeah, that's amazing. And then when you now in this book, obviously, because you're a comedian, are there going to be any like stories laugh out loud moments where people like you've never shared because I know comedians like they're like rock stars on tour there's like good stories is there going to be any stories that no one's heard of no you know yeah there there are several most of the stories are stories that I haven't talked about there is there are some parallels but um yeah they have some there are some laugh out loud moments but I didn't write the book with punchlines at hand I didn't want the, the burden of a punchline you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times we have a lot of trauma and people are accustomed to hearing the trauma of women and people of color in a way that we have to make it digestible for them. And so I, I didn't want to do that. I want to, you know, there there are things that happened that were bad things and we we should have the dignity of being able to process those things as being exactly what they are without having to say, but well, here's the punchline, guys. I don't right. want you to feel bad. 
So yeah, there's not, it's not a, a book where it's not like a comedian's memoir. Um, it was the, the publisher who told me, she was like, you're an author. This is not a, a typical comedy memoir. This is a, a book, an, an actual book. And you really go to some deep, dark places. But I wanted to tell the story. So I want to be free of that. I want to, I want to put it behind me now and say, all right, I dealt with that. Now it's, uh, I've released the chains and I, you know, because, you know, my community and our community, people are like, you know, what happens at home stays at home. You shouldn't be telling. Right. And For I sure. Was, that's how you keep generations of abuse going and enable people to continue to do things without consequences because we keep sweeping it under the rug. And I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. That's that's powerful. I love that because it's so true, especially as women. Um, we always feel like we have to sugarcoat it or make our pain or whatever happens to us. Like we just think about not affecting others. Like, especially I feel like in business, it's like, oh, well, we can't make our bosses upset or we can't, you know, piss off these people because then we're not going to work anymore. And so I love that you just came out so raw and real. It's like, that's even stuff I'm trying to do in my life, even though it can get me in trouble at times, but it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. right. And it's like crazy. And I hate like the fact too, right. When at times you're like, so honest with your truth, but then you get the anxiety later. Like, did I just, did I ruin everything? Yes, or, you do, know, <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah. 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 You can get canceled at any moment, you know, any, I was just telling somebody that, I I just learned to shut up now and just wait before I talk because even with the simplest things, you can go on a whole rant on your page and say, I love apples. Apples are my favorite. I've loved apples since I was a little kid. And there will be somebody angry because they think oranges are better than apples. And they will put a whole dissertation in your comment section and tell you For how sure. you're the devil because you don't like vitamin C. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. And then it changes, it changes your day because you read that and then you're up all night and you're like, why am I bothered by this? Because there's so many other great ones who like the apples and you're like, geez, I know. And do you think it not like that now makes it so much harder, like being a comedian and doing your work and writing your jokes? Because like the talk used to be so free and like we all knew like, okay, this is all funny. It's fine. But is it really tough now? Well, it is for a lot of people. You know, I work in a, domi- a male-dominated space, right? You understand? <laughs> yeah. So you can't show up being soft because they will run all over you. Yeah. And so I, I've had to make, make an active decision that I'm just going to tell my jokes and my story. The people who like me will follow me and the ones who don't won't. But I'm not going to keep altering comedy or my my perspective and my story to make somebody feel comfortable because they came to a comedy club to right. to cause problems because that's not my comedy. My comedy is a lot of it is observational. It's about my life. And it makes some people uncomfortable. Well, don't come to the comedy club. Go to church instead. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Honestly. <laughs> that's so true. So you have two kids? Yeah, my kids are older. My kids are grown-ups. So you know, it's so funny because my son was sick uh, a few months ago and he was called and he was like, mommy, I need you to take me to the hospital. And I'm like, <laughs> I have these speeches about how you're an adult so much. And then the minute you get sick. Isn't I, it crazy? And you just automatically need mom. It never changes. I was going to say, all you need is your mom. Your mom makes everything better, which is great. Um, Do you think your kids will read the book? 
I know they will. Yeah, they yeah. absolutely Aww. they have to. They're in it. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about it before and we sat down and we were like, hey, listen, this is my story. I'm gonna tell it. And and they've always, always endorsed that. They've always been behind me telling my story. Even in comedy, when I talk about them, you know, like right. people would call me a bad mother because I have a joke about my daughter that when my daughter was a teenager, she told me that she hated me. And I was like, I'm I'm so glad you said it first. You know, I hate you too. <laughs> and um and, that's so funny. <laughs> right. It's just a joke. It's it's something a lot of people can relate to when you have teenage kids. And I had people very upset about the joke, saying they would never talk to their children like that. That's toxic language. It was just a mess. And I was like, you know what? I'm not participating in this. No. And you know, I find it it's so refreshing when people are real and honest, because that's the one hard thing about social media is I feel like we have to act like we're perfect parents. Our mm-hmm. lives are perfect, but it's so nice when people are real and honest and authentic. I mean, it's like, yes, I, I've yelled at my kids before. Like oh. <laughs> I, and I'll sit there and I'll let them know, like, sorry, mommy lost her temper. I'm only human. I, I will work on that. It's crazy when people get like that. I actually find it refreshing when I hear people's stories, because then I'm like, oh, good, I'm not alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> childbirth, you know? you know, so many people uh, will uh, will talk about childbirth, like this, this ethereal event, we're like, oh, and I'm like, man, I was in a, on a battlefield in, in childbirth. Yeah. I was eating ice chips, I was mm-hmm. fighting, I was cursing out my husband. <laughs> I was, oh, it was just, I was sweating, I was so hungry. And then you hear people, oh, no, it was the most magical moment. And I'm like, do you know what women want to hear? They want to hear the truth. They want to not evil, you know, for feeling this way. Oh, I agree. I mean, I, I remember my childbirth, too, was not what I wanted because I ended up in emergency C-section. And mm-hmm. it was hard not to be disappointed. Like, I wanted to do a vaginal birth. I had this whole idea of what childbirth should be. Uh-huh. And it was complete opposite. And, it, you know, like, I wish it was different. Like... If it was my way, I would have had a home birth and a tub, but you know, my body decided differently and Mm. you know, I, but yeah, I was disappointed and people would be like, you shouldn't, you had a healthy baby, which yes, I did. And I was grateful for that, but you know, I wish I could experience the other way. And that's just the honest truth. When you wrote this book, did you feel like your story kind of, it made you feel not purpose in life, but that, wow, my story, like not everyone has enough courage to tell their story and have the platform that'll reach, but did it kind of make you feel like, wow, this is my life purpose. Like I get to help so many people around the world who don't have anyone. Yeah, I did. And that's what I was focusing on. Cause you know, when you write a book, people start focusing on things like making those bestseller lists, you know, sales, of course you want to do that. That's, this is a business we all got to eat. But I just had a moment where I was like, I didn't write this book for that. I wrote this book for little me and all the little me's that are out there, all the little girls that are out there that are doubting that they can do something in, in in a tough world that's dominated by men and sometimes doesn't give women the opportunities that they should. I wrote it for a little people, you know, all the people who grew up without their father and felt like they were less than. I wrote it just for it. Uh, the purpose was definitely what shined the most. And I was like, oh, I can I can use words to heal people in a different way. 
So I definitely found a very profound purpose in writing a book. Yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. And I love that because, you know, I, I feel like I love reading books and I love reading people's stories and like your story is just going to kind of like for even someone like myself, kind of restart that fire inside because I, I, and that's what I love is that sometimes, you know, we need to be reminded of how hard life can be and is, but also as a woman. And when I hear other women's stories and the struggles and what kind of they fought for and the path that they're paving, it just gives me that fire. It like gets me going again. So yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to read your book because I know it's going to give me that like fire. And Man, I can't wait for you to read it too. <laughs> I know. I, I I can tell just when I was going, you know, through it all. And I, I feel like it's going to be a book I'm going to read in a weekend. It's going to take me probably two days. It just sounds like such a really beautiful, powerful story. So I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for our viewers to also, you know, check it out. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today we always love to end with a quote some type of inspiration or motivation or motto whatever what would you leave with our listeners i love that so my book starts with a quote uh, by helen keller that says one cannot consent to creep when one feels an impulse to soar and it's very meaningful to me because my book is broken up into four sections uh, cocoon, metamorphosis, wings, and flight. I love butterflies and I love the, the process of a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. And that's what the book is for me. You have this fire sometimes inside of you and you want to do something and then you, you kind of talk yourself out of it. Don't, because that fire is aligned with your purpose. And that's the passion that's igniting the purpose for you to go do what you're supposed to do. And I was really scared to write a book because I, I wasn't an author. I didn't finish college. And I'm, I'm around all of these people who are academics and are always like, I'm this and I'm that. But I just paid attention to that fire. So I went and did it. So one cannot consent mm. to when one feels an impulse to soar. Wow, I love that. Yes, that's a keeper. I'm keeping that quote. That's great. And thank you again for just being a voice, not only for women, but for Latina women, because we need that. So it's, um, it's an honor to have you on our podcast. Thank you so much.
everyone, we're going to put it in the bio, but please make sure to go check out Aya Rodriguez's book, Legitimate Kid. It's in bookstores now. And congratulations with everything you have done. Um, you too. You, 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 thank you. You are pioneers and I appreciate your, the warrior spirit. So thank you thank so much. Thank you. Thank you. It does take a village. So it's nice yeah. when all of us women can connect. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thank, thank you for you. having me. All right. Yes. Yeah, hey, you too. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Well, I'm sorry I kind of went MIA there at the end, Brie. Um, I thought Mateo started vomiting in his bed, and I've already dealt with vomit. So that's okay. You're lucky. That was scary. Kids are first. So. And you're lucky you have an all-star twin sister who can just do anything on the fly. Honestly, I hope every night when you go to sleep, you thank God so much for me because I honestly don't know how you would do life without me. Oh, right. Just remember you have the same in me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, anyways, let's talk about some upcoming TV appearances that this awesome, amazing sister to my right has. This is Alice Moi. Um, Barbegan in season two goes back on air November 13th on USA. So make sure to tune in. If you are wrestling fans, we air right after Monday Night Raw. So make sure to tune in. And that week, which is going to be an amazing week, finally... Twin Love drops on Prime that Friday, November 17th. Oh, wait. the world will be binging because the show is so damn good. That's right. So you got to get your boots and beers ready. And then you got to get your popcorn and red wine ready for all the love you're going to see. That is very, very true. And you know what? Make sure to check out our special guest today. She was amazing. Great story at Funny Ida and her book is out now, Legitimate Kid. And of course, if you want to look back at her special on HBO Max, it's called Fighting Words. Thank you, Ida, again for being on the show. But yeah, well, Brie, today's been fun. Love being in the speakeasy, amazing vibes. And you know what? One last thing, y'all better vote for Artem every Tuesday on Dancing with Stars, 5 p.m. Eastern. You only get two hours to vote and text charity in cap blocks to 21523. Thank you. You are continuing to bring money to my family and getting me a very great Christmas gift. All right, Desperate Debbie. Till next week. <laughs> Whatever. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay.